can I call back into this to this call in like two minutes? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Or I'll ping you, but just give me two minutes. I think since you're invited, you're just yeah. I'm just I'm just there. You're just there, yeah, bro. Yeah. Man. All right. I'll I'll be right back. You're in. All right. So, uh, I've almost got my wits about me. I'm gonna turn off the Jane's addiction. What are we doing here, Doug? I didn't realize we were doing a group call. <laughs> I just saw you online and thought, oh well, you maybe you need to play. So this is the greatest idea you could have possibly come up with at this point. Okay, so where are you and what are you doing? I'm in Tel Aviv, Israel, and I'm supposed to be quarantining, but instead I'm driving around the city like a madman. <laughs> okay. Where are you? What are you doing? I am in Idaho, and I am definitely just taking it easy today. Okay. Yeah. Are you, are you like, in a prolonged quarantine? Well, I actually work in the grocery industry, and so I am one of these so-called heroes. And yes. So I'm still going to work every day and working a ton, actually. Um, well, that's actually good because <laughs> uh, a lot of people aren't able to work right now. Yeah. So well, I'm pretty fortunate in, in that regard. Yeah. 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 Hello again. Uh, who are we helloing again to? Oh, it's Wally. Oh, what's up, Wally? How you doing, man? Good. Joe, how are you? Oh, hey, Joe. Good. Wow. Hey. 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 Yeah, man. Where are you, Wally? I'm in London. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we have a nice global conversation going on there. I know. It's great. Where are you? I'm in Israel. Oh, nice. I haven't heard any chatter about Israel. Do you guys have a lot of cases or, you know, what is it doing there? You haven't heard anything about Israel? Really? I, I mean, I'm hearing about uh, France and Italy. Yeah. Well, I guess just because I'm here, my family's relaying me all the stuff they're hearing. And I thought that people in America are like plugged in to what's going on here, but I guess not. Well, um, it could just no be me. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, there's like no cases here. Nobody's died, and they're basically shut off the borders. Anyone that comes here has to go through a two-week quarantine, and if you try to leave the house, they track you through your cell phone so they know that you're breaking quarantine. And I think there's been no deaths. There's only been like 400 cases here so far. And everyone's doing a pretty good job of staying inside. Like, I'm driving around right now, and there's probably – less than 10% of the normal like foot and uh, auto traffic that there usually is. And everyone I hear is like, like kind of like laughing and they're not like scared about it, but they're still like obeying the rules. Everything is closed. Every single like public venue, all restaurants, everything's closed. Banks, which I think is pretty much the case in every city. Yep. Yeah, man, just that whole boring. It's it's funny that that is like boring now, like to hear that stuff. Like, <laughs> it's so crazy how quick we get used to things. Like, I'm telling you, this sh this city is shut down, and like, I just know that it's boring. And like, it's only been a week since that's happened. It's like, okay, what's new? Like, there's a a pandemic happening, and everyone's scared and in their house, and it's like that's old news. Yeah. 
the time moves I was along. actually Afternoon. I was just thinking like before you called me Doug about how addicted at least I am right now to my phone and how I like just need fresh information every like literally five minutes just like nothing is novel enough that's why this, like, addiction boring yeah it's i mean it was boring after like three days i was like all right yeah, yeah well like what's what's new and interesting like, like after a week of this quarantine stuff i was like looking at my normal youtube subscriber videos and i was that i'm subscribed to like what new stuff do you have for me like oh, totally uh, well, uh, well, Joe, what, can we ask the same of you? When when will you have something new for us? Since we've already <laughs> left that cat out of the bag. Uh, well, along those lines, dude, I just cannot sit down and work on something like I used to. And I'm, I'm just saying that because I breached this topic of being addicted to our phones. Like when I used to put in work on these videos, it was when I used to have a BlackBerry. And I just got my smartphone four years ago. And to be honest, I haven't done anything productive since I bought it. My like capacity to sit down for a few weeks and be obsessed over something is like dead. It's really sad. Anyways. Really, I mean, I remember having a BlackBerry and not having access to any information on the outside. Uh, that was convenient, but at the same time, I spent all day logging my thoughts and really doing what I thought was productive work. And now, like, even though I'm learning a lot of information from other people, I just don't ever like have my own thoughts anymore. And to answer your question, uh, that video has stalled very, very much. But I'm hoping to try to finish it maybe in the next week or so. I, I was like working without a studio for the last three months uh and i'm used to having like a studio in my house where i like sound insulate and have like the ability to record if i ever need to so i'm using that as my excuse right now that i haven't finished this video i just set it up so maybe in the next week i'll finish it wally you're you're here right i am would you mind speaking at all to i know you and i have had many conversations about the whole cell phone addiction and trying to stay focused and all that do you have any advice for joe or or any input on that uh oh, advice god i i more like, i have more sympathy than advice <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, your sympathy was, is so welcome it felt like i was hearing myself talk when joe was saying that he can't sit down and work on something for, you know intensely anymore because i've been struggling with that myself for for several years now where coming coming out of like a, a 15 to 20 year phase of my life where that's all i did is is is, is sit down and work on shit intensely and i mean i had a kid so that didn't help but uh i i would say well, i'm I've, i well personally i've been really flirting with the idea for the last several months of getting rid of my smartphone and getting a, uh, getting a flip. Mm. But I could totally see that at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's, they are really just distraction devices. Is what they are. I hope you don't mind me jumping in for me. What I've come to think of it as is not a distraction device, but it's just so perfectly satisfies my neurotic need yeah uh, the, whatever neurotic energy that i was able to turn into 
productive gold before that would allow me to like sit at a computer and, yeah. and work tirelessly. Like that was a, a t specific type of neuroticism that is totally satisfied by my phone now, mm -hmm. like flipping between apps, between browser windows. Totally. It's just okay. totally sucked up and you only get a certain amount of that energy per day, you know, maybe like a maximum of three hours. And it's like, yeah. if I use it up on my phone, I, I can't, even after I put my phone down, if I'm no longer distracted by it, that energy has been used up. I just don't have it to give anymore. Yeah, it's a lot of it. It's actually really draining on your eyes and 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 mentally too. It's yeah, they're they're. If I, I don't know, maybe I'll just delete. I feel very attached to things like Google Maps and stuff like that. But especially because I'm in a new gigantic city, or I have been for only a couple years, and it takes forever to learn. You know, this is reminding me of a conversation that I think took place on Always Record a while back where someone was saying that there was a point where they were never going outside because they were always on their computer and they thought the solution was to get rid of their computer and stop using it. But it turned out the real solution was to accelerate their involvement with their computer and to buy a smartphone, which right. was like taking the computer and putting it in their pocket, taking it with them outside which they regarded as like an accelerant of the problem or, you know, right. going. Yeah, that was the problem. That was Jake. I remember that. Yeah. Well, one thing that's happened is yeah. the Internet kind of sucks now. It used to be so amazing. The inter like like in the early yeah. 2000, in the 2010s, like the early 2010s, the Internet was a really it was extremely useful. And in the last like five or six years, it's been it's transformed into just a uh, you know, just a sinkhole. Ah. Pay, pay walls everywhere. Hey. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, Zanar? Good morning. Up, Thank Zanar? you for waking up for us, man. I'm just finishing breakfast. What time is it, Zanar? Five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 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 it did. It, it perfectly matched with my uh, mid-sleep insomnia, so it was all right. Well, so how are things? I, I it's crazy. I still haven't edited our conversation from, you know, the end of February when we, we did our book club. But how are things now for you there? Um, it's really strange here. It's the uh, they haven't been testing that much in Japan, and so people have this idea that it's like it's past almost. Like the people just going out and doing their own thing, um, even though. Schools are closed, but they're probably going to open again in uh, at the end of April. Uh, sorry, at the at the beginning of April. Um, and so people are just out in the street and stuff. But it's really a weird kind of eerie feeling because because they haven't tested and they haven't they haven't put down strict quarantine measures in Japan. So it's it's kind of like it's like a ticking time bomb here. It seems like, or 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 there's something about Japanese culture that's allowed them to not get it. Is it all over the news, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still here, but it's it's like... I was just out the other weekend, and it was a... Uh, on Friday, it was a national holiday, and there's tons of people this week doing, doing whatever. They just had a uh, a torch relay, an, an Olympic torch relay race here, and uh, apparently there's over, like, 50,000 people going to see that, you know? It's like... Uh, um, but it's not as if Japan has been really strict and cracking down on this thing it's been kind of well it's been severely underplaying it you know like just basically 
to try to look good for the Olympics, everybody assumes. But uh, right. Um, yeah. Last I heard, they're still planning on going ahead with that. Oh yeah, full full steam ahead. No, nobody's suggesting even that. They they say it's inconceivable that they would shut it down. <laughs> yeah, let's bring a bunch of people in all from all over the world. Well, some of the talk that I heard was that maybe they would they would have the Olympics, but without any audience. You would just have the athletes com- competing. But even some of those, like if you're trying to limit <laughs> contact, you can't do like a giant. I don't know. Well, you'd Maybe have, you'd, yeah, even with athletes, you'd have massive teams, like all the uh, all the people, like the trainers, the people who supply food, the coaches, everybody else. You know, it'd be a massive team for every country coming in, anyways. You know, isn't so. it technically? Isn't the part of this origin of this comes from uh, a sporting event in Wuhan? Um, yeah, the World Military Games, which happened right. in the mid mid October. Um, so I just sort of—it's interesting to me that we would sort of have this again. This—I um, don't know—a repeat, or or that sort of like the the foreshadowing. Uh, uh, that sounds so dark. I, I don't—I'm trying to find a phrasing that doesn't sound as dark as that. But you know what I mean? Uh, the parallel between the the World Military Games and then these big upcoming Olympics. Yeah, I <laughs> almost get this weird sense that this is going to be the cap on it all. So this is my weird paranoid fantasy. Is that uh, yeah, I was going to say bookend, and I didn't want to. Yeah, know. like uh, when it's all when it's all over and done with, and they'll have these glorious games at the end. You know, like <laughs> I I I doubt that'll happen, but uh, who knows? It seems like here there's. They haven't canceled school yet. We're just like on a prolonged spring break, but I really feel like it's wishful thinking. So the the, the nebulous idea is like how long are we going to be in our houses kind of not really participating in life normally? You know, so like I don't know what the percentage is, but I there's not there's apparently only about 30% of people can work from home. And so, you know, they're like Alan is was affected immediately because he works in the hospitality industry. And right. so I just I, I don't I, I mean, is it going to be 18 months that we're doing this? Yeah, it, <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah, nobody <laughs> knows. Like the uh, the talk was a little while ago that it didn't that it would die off in the uh, in the summer months. Um it's affected by the heat, but then if you look at the you look at the numbers over the last few weeks, it's been spreading like wildfire in 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 southern countries, more hot like hotter countries. Um, so that doesn't look like it's going to happen either. So it's interesting because yeah, seeing the sort of different phases of this, you know, it's sort of like it. It, you see it's going like a wave across the globe and then sort of you can see how reactions will be. And Doug, it's interesting. You're in a space where they're not even, it's not, it's not real yet, but what's surprising to me, cause you guys are actually closer to um, Seattle, like where this really, it's so like, I'm kind of picturing it almost spreading from East coast moving West but in reality, it started in Washington State. Was that not a fear for you guys, or? 
Well, so I think we got our case, our first recorded case so late that Idaho was maybe a little bit in uh, denial that it really was going to happen. And so, uh, like, one of the first big things was they they postponed Tree Fort, and they really agonized that. But, you know, I just knew that it was going to happen, that this was going to have to happen. There's no way you could... Um, I think everyone in the whole country is basically on the same page now, though, where pretty much uh, everyone's being advised to, you know, social distance and, you know, minimize your movement as much as you can. But anyway, what what I'm saying is that I just, you know, it feels like we're kind of in this holding pattern, this limbo. You know, my kids have been in the house for a full week now, and I just know that you know, in a week from now, when spring breaks over, there's no way we go back to normal. This, you know, it's just like we're every day is a new day and we're moving into our new reality. And it's just so bizarre. But then I'm still going to work every day, you know, uh, placing orders for produce and stocking the shelves and stuff. And so that's also bizarre, too, because like at first I felt like our distribution chains were starting to strain and maybe breaking and that made me really anxious, but it feels like, you know, our production, like as far as what people are buying and like, there's just so much more activity. Um, I think there was strain, but the, you know, it's not broken as far as like the food system, thankfully. And so hopefully the panic buying dies down and, uh, you know, the world will find this new normal, but it, it's just been so bizarre. You use the phrase "holding pattern." That's been that's been a phrase that's playing over in my mind. Um, but uh, Guillaume, are you here with us now? Oh yes, I am. Welcome. Oh, so good to hear your voice, man. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, hello. Who are you? Oh, this is Nora. Oh, okay. Hi, it's Nora. Uh, Joe, I didn't got... say hi to you either. What? I, Joe, I didn't say hi to Joe either, so hi to Joe. What's up, Zmar? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Good to talk to you. Jim, can you give it's us a bizarre. Little... This is amazing to me how international we are right now. So we've got Israel, London, Japan, United France. States. Yeah. Is... yeah. Guillaume, can you give us a little insight into what you're seeing in France? Oh, so yeah, like like I was hearing uh, Doug, Doug say, so it's it's been uh, one week now, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's every day a new new reality. Uh, yeah, so it's been bizarre too because I'm working from home, so it's been a busy week. I hadn't the time, you know, to. To process it, uh, to over process it too much in, in my head. So, but uh, yeah, it's 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 so weird to see to see everybody in the same uh, in the same pool. And uh, so, I don't know if I told you, but uh, every day at uh, eight eight o'clock uh, p.m., uh, everybody is uh, uploading at the windows for the. Uh, the people taking care about uh, this in the hospitals and and all the people uh, still continuing working in the grocery stores and, and, and 
all the uh, other uh, stuff uh, that we need every day. And uh, so that's that's so uh, weird to see uh, the the whole place around you, you know, uploading, you know, it's it's like it's I I I I can't even uh, explain it, you know. So you you have to to feel it, you know. At mm. first you're you you find it uh, maybe ridiculous, but then uh, you you understand that it, that it's not. It's ridiculous in the sense that uh, they've been. Uh, shouting uh, to the government that they needed needed uh, money since uh, years you know and uh, they had uh, no reconnaissance uh, uh, no gratitude you know uh, and uh, now that uh, everybody's in the shit everybody's uploading them you know because <laughs> because uh, shit's happening to to them you know but uh, it's never too late it's it's good that it's happening but yeah, that's that's kind of weird to see everybody in the same shit, you know. Mm. And so I've been uh, so so we are confined. We can't we can't uh, go out. We need to print a paper and uh, and uh, with a with a check check boxes, you know, where you give your reason where why you you went out, you know. So it has to be vital meaning uh, you have to buy food or something like that or go to work if you couldn't uh, uh telework you know work at home and hey, uh, i have a question about that so like we're not there yet in the united states but what kind of authorities checking the the paper that you need to print to give you access to a grocery store or something the police simply the police so i live in a neighborhood that is quite cool so I, i've never been checked although uh, i went out only two times since uh, we are confined so but but they do they do uh, uh they do they do catch you and uh in, in other places uh like uh i was seeing this on tv the guy uh, is living just near the sea at 20 meters and he went out just to swim uh, a little bit and they caught him and uh made him pay a bill you know wow yeah sure no no they are they are not joking with this because uh that's true that we we say that french people are like uh uh rebels <laughs> you know and uh and they are they are not uh applying correctly the 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 confine, confinement and that's true that if it if if you don't do it well, you know it 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 can't it can't work, you know. Uh, although it's it's not even supposed to work. It's it's only to to slow down, you know. It's mm. it's not it's not supposed to stop anything, you know. It's it's just supposed to to slow down the 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 arrival of people at the hospital because the hospital are not prepared to to receive so much people in a reanimation. So. We've had uh, um, some a part of France which is already full of people in the hospital. So the army built a, a, a temporary hospital, you know, just for receiving them. Uh, they are moving some uh, some people uh, from uh, hospital to others because uh, f from uh, other place in France uh, to to receive them because uh, they can't. I don't know if you've heard, but in in, in Italy, you know, they are choosing uh, based on your age. 
uh, who is going to live or die, you know, right. in some places. Yeah. So there's this. And there's also a guy, I don't know, Alan, I told you about this guy. It's, it's a professor, Professor Raoul. And this guy is a biologist and he's quite famous in, uh, in his uh, field. And he's supposed to have found a, a cure, you know. It's uh, some kind of antibiotics. So I can't talk about it too much because I don't know exactly how it works, but uh, uh, it's it's called uh, chloroquine. Chloroquine. Uh, yep. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, you've yeah. you've heard about it. I'm yeah. sure. So yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's, they use for malaria. Right. Yeah, malaria exactly. exactly. And one is for rheumatoid arthritis. There's two drugs apparently: chloroquine and hydro yes. hydro exactly. something. Hydrochloroquine, I think it's just. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So someone, it's, it's so, sorry, just to say, oh yeah. Well, so uh, I had someone posted somewhere online a thing that apparently the uh, that malaria drug has some history of it that it also made people like very violent, suicidal it, also, suicidal yes. and violent. Yeah. What so he said. Like, go ahead. Yeah, I uh, read in an interview from him uh, yesterday, you know, and he said people saying this are, are just stupid and ignorant, you know. Uh, I've been working with these uh, uh, drugs uh, for years and people uh, who has uh, those uh, side effects are taking the drug for, uh, I've been taking the drug for uh, years, you know, but when you take take it uh, for uh, on a week, you know, uh, there there's nothing... Uh, like such ah uh, got you got you that's and, like long term use and you know so uh there's there's been a, a few uh, quite known people uh in in France here that has uh, taken the drugs and they were uh cured in hours after after uh, taking the drug you know the the virus was gone so it's it's really uh becoming real here you know and even some uh, 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 mayors from uh, states, uh, regions, you know, are uh, deciding to make the test in their hospitals based on the volunteers, you know, uh, before national, uh, the, the, before the president is allowing uh, it to, to, to be done, you know. So I, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the... Uh, the, the thing that is going gonna, is gonna to be used because the guy... Based on, on the interview, uh, seems to be really intelligent and knowing what he what, what he do what he does. Can I ask you one one more question? Sure. Uh, I saw that there was a still a large yellow vest protest this week. Oh um, yeah. So I'm I'm curious. That's what I saw as international news saying people broke quarantine for that. I'm curious if you saw that or what your no, 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 not uh, not at all. You know, I don't see anybody uh, in the street except for uh, going to the, the groceries. So, I didn't hear about this. Uh, let me check. Yeah, it was a it was a sort of. Uh, it came to me as a surprise. Go ahead, yeah. No, no, uh, I'm I'm seeing that uh, some were protesting, but uh, at their windows. You know, they've made a protest, but only at at their windows. You know. Gotcha, not, in, okay. not in the street because uh, the police uh, would have uh, caught them uh, directly, you know. 
and I, and it would have been uh, also seen as uh, irresponsible, you know, in front of uh, everybody to because when you move, you are you can bring the the virus to someone else and someone else, you know, you you become uh, you can become guilty of uh, of uh, certain lives, you know, of kill, killing lives. Sure, and I think that element right there is why. So just to be clear, I think this is a you know it's it's, it's an actual illness and all that sort of stuff. I'm not one of the people who thinks this is fake, but I. It is certainly a, a really uh, convenient for people who want to take advantage of shutting down protesting. Sure. Who want to? So, like, I understand the paranoia that comes with this. Absolutely, I understand that. Um, but Alan, but so, I don't know what kind of society we can have on the other side of this. Like, this well, is right. the thing that, what's boggling my mind is that, like, the whole idea of class at this point, uh, it it's like, I, I mean, so, uh, like it. We're all socialists now. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I, I think that's quite right. Right, what you say, you know. But we'll, uh, we will see how long it it, it will last. You know? it, it depends what happens. Like 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 socialists in the sense that. Uh, well, that we're going like to depending an, on each other. That the idea that like this this. Um, it's almost like we're the libertarians now, you know, it's like every man for himself. Like, I don't know. Like, that's not a society. Like right now, you're depending on your neighbors to self-isolate so we don't spread this around so that we don't overwhelm the hospital system, you know. But then we're also just kind of waiting, waiting it out. <sighs> It's like but, there's so many unknowns, but then there's all these people that aren't working and they're going to have to eat. And then we're going to create all these new structures to take care of each other. And at that point, it'll be really interesting to see the world that we arrive at as we go. Through well, this. just to say there are plenty of libertarian and, and uh, I don't want to lump. I don't want to umbrella libertarians, but there are a lot of there's still a lot of. Uh, out for themselves people that are very vocal i've seen on facebook you know people advocating like well i got my guns i'll just go hunt the liberals <laughs> i mean yeah i see people saying shit like this you know like oh. and and i'm sure it's partially a joke but i don't you know like there's a lot of people are exposing a lot of their true feelings in this situation let's put it that way well um when we talked uh, last time, uh, Alan and Wally, yeah. we started talking about all the, the, the huge wave of protests that were spreading around the world, like including Yellow Vest in France and et cetera, right? But uh, so that's all been kind of internalized, maybe. Like you see um, now in Brazil, like people doing the same thing, were banging their uh, pots and stuff, like millions of people apparently banging their pots, trying to get rid of Bolsonaro inside their inside their houses, right? But uh, So it, it seems like if this thing does, um, if there's a lull in this thing even, which there might be, who knows, in the summer, then all of these protest movements, it seems like it, it's just bound to like flare up again all over the place. Like in, in, 
in no country does it seem like the people are happy entirely of their government's response for this thing, you know? Um, um, so it just seems like it's it's on cue to just explode everywhere again. So if I, if I can say something, um, I, I think that uh, it's not going to go anywhere, those protests, because... Uh, uh then when when it, when the crisis is going is going to be finished so hopefully soon uh you we will have uh, something to reproach to the governments because they they could have done better here and here so so right. th there's going to be some protest anyway and also you know when you see uh, conspiracists uh, saying that uh, it it could have been uh, engineered and uh, and you know, I, I don't see the point because uh, what it's bringing, it's bringing the contrary of what we've be, we've been uh, seeing uh, lately, which was uh, to divide and conquer. You know, and now it's bringing everybody's together. You know, this thing, and uh, also uh, it's it's also bringing back the nationalism uh, because uh, we are seeing that we were depending too much about. Uh, other countries, uh, uh, for example, for the mask, we, we, we don't have any, enough masks in France, uh, even for the, the people uh, working in hospitals, you know, they, they, they are lacking masks, you know, which is crazy because we are quite a developed country, you know. Uh, masks were done uh, in China. And uh, so there, there's all those uh, talks saying that uh, we need to bring back uh, uh, industry in France and and that's that's quite crazy because uh, uh, Macron is a liber libertarian and and was and was uh, totally on the the contrary of those of those ideas you know mm. so yeah you know I I wouldn't see the the point of uh, of uh, engineering this uh, so for what it's going to bring socially because i th i think it's it's going to make things better and and um and yeah it, it's going to be a, a change but 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 maybe i'm not thinking about the 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 bad the, the bad side that could uh, that, that could happen emerge well the other the other side is the uh the economic fallout of this which um it hasn't that shoe hasn't dropped yet you know it's just starting you know, um, all these supply chain cuts in different places because China was was out of business for a couple months, and now there's all these other um, disturbances in production all over the place. You know, uh, tons of people getting laid off. You know, it's it it, it um, basically we're in a situation since since 2008 where there's this. In order to solve the financial crisis there, the government's just pump this massive bill out bubble and that popped you know that just popped like people were saying it was inevitable but this is this is the event that did it you know um and uh and when that really hits you it's a whole different situation like they it's um uh like Coronavirus hopefully will will be gone with this with who, who knows with the um this cure that we mentioned or something else, you know, but uh, the fallout of it, I think it's going to last for, for longer, you know.
And uh, don't you think that uh, as everybody is going to be in the same shit economically, uh, there, there's not going to be some kind of uh, uh, reset or something like that? I don't know. Like, uh, obviously, the governments are are planning for this. Like, they're they're milking it for as much as they they can, you know. Um, but I don't know. You you listen to the conspiratorial side, and it's like, yeah, David Icke was right, you know. <laughs> and it seems like that for a lot of people still, you know, especially uh, especially in the states. It seems like, uh, but in other countries too. Um, and it, it's hard to argue with them at this point because it's still, they are in lockdown, you know. It does seem like it's uh, it's martial law everywhere, you know. Um, I saw Steve uh, Wilner post something, and so he, he's looking at it from that there's some kind of conspiratorial viewpoint. But it is like almost enacting that, like the new world order, moving towards the the one world government and that this is the event to put us there yeah well you look at uh you look at what like people like ike david ike have been saying or all the way through like alex jones all, all those guys are having a kind of a heyday because it's like exactly <laughs> it's like following their script it seems like at this point um and, uh, okay, so that yeah. that is true uh i I mean okay, just to be completely clear. Like, my opinion of this changes every hour, you know, of like, or or I'm constantly assessing all these possibilities, so I don't want to disregard. But I had a, just as one example, I had a thought the other day. So I was in New York just a few weeks ago, and I was having a conversation because it was going to be my, my mom's birthday it was while I was there, and she was saying, oh... Did you not get all this paperwork about like starting October 2020? You can't board a domestic flight without this special ID. You have to get like this, uh, the enhanced driver's license or all these sorts of things. And it's called have... the Star Card, I think. Is that right? Well, there, so there's there's different versions of it, but basically, you have to get this enhanced. ID is the, the, the sort of phrasing. So you need to get a probably like a fucking RFID chip and, you know, give extra uh, identification. The point is, this was all scheduled for starting in October. It almost feels like, how do I say this? You know, if, it, if the idea is to track everybody and, and, have them submit to this authority, I mean, it's, a, we're, we're doing that. Society as a whole Everyone bought a fucking Alexa for their home. Everyone's getting the enhanced ID. You know, is this... I feel watching the conspiracy crowd, what's really interesting is everyone will make this proclamation of, you see, this is fulfillment of this plan. But then two hours later, they share something that says, you see, this is fulfillment of this other plan, which is completely different. You know, so is it Donald Trump playing 5D chess to eradicate all the, you know, pedophile liberals from Hollywood? Uh, or is this the New World Order stepping in to take control? How do you how do you marry those two things if, if yeah. you're of the mindset that Trump's not in? You know what I'm saying? Like, so like looking at all the different ideologies 
and people struggling with making sense of it in real time is really fascinating to me because I, again, I, I feel, I feel the, the paranoia, I feel the anxiety. And as you were saying, Zenora, like, it's hard to say like, yeah, absolutely. This shit is like so fucking real. Um, but do you think, so I, with the, with the conspiracy, we just want to understand something so that we have peace of mind. And so we put like a simplistic cover on whatever it is so that we can at least wrap our minds around the thing. Like, I, I guess yeah. that's always Here's, been my problem with yeah. the conspiracy is that like the world is complex and we want to believe that somebody's got this but clearly okay i mean so if, if anything synchronicity can I, can I throw one thing? yeah throw it sorry i want to throw one thing which is it's one foot in the conspiracy one foot not in it's it's just or, or i think i want to say is i want to stop using the phrasing of like it's it's in the conspiracy is to say again absolutely people are taking advantage there was an sure. article that was just published yesterday which is uh bill gates pledging a billion dollars to put these satellites in space that you know cameras literally cover the globe in cameras that we can see everything in real time and bill gates of course being part of this conspiracy theory from the beginning but to say like that's Right now, when we're experiencing this shortage of money, resources, and this global pandemic, the idea that that would be at all being on the table right now, of like, we have a billion dollars for that, you have a billion dollars for that, is is sobering in the sense of like, Doug, your point of like, I don't want to disregard it all. Yeah. Does that make sense? It um, yeah, I think that makes total sense. Like, um, I uh, I think it's out of control myself. I don't think um, I don't think anybody knows what's going on. And so, the, the, even at the very tops, uh, at the very top, these guys are scrambling as much as we are, you know. But uh, but there are definitely plans out there, you know, that have been out there for a, a long time. And there's and there's really strange things too, like the uh, this whole thing about event two hundred one, right? Which um, which was this massive conference? It was a a mass um, pandemic simulation conference sponsored by the Bill Gates Foundation and the uh, World Economic Forum and uh, John Hopkins University. Did you guys see this? Did they have a uh, they have a website oh, where yeah. you, can, you can look at their entire conference? And they've invited government people and uh, corporate people from around the world and they go through this they go through this pandemic uh simulation um and it's a coronavirus right and in their simulation it's it starts with pigs in brazil and spreads around the world um of course this one started with uh pangolins in in china you know but uh um but this is uh this is a big thing now that people are pointing to and saying uh yeah, these guys have had planned it right from the start, right? <laughs> and the, the other thing that they point to... Oh, is just... The, if, if I may just respond to that real quick, is my, my point was to say... Uh, it's not... It's clearly... Can align with the they planned it from the start, 
But regardless of whether they planned it from the start, I guess what I was commenting on was the reaction, right? So, like, right now, it would seem the thing to do would be everybody get your shit together, everybody put our heads together of how to cure this as quickly as possible, devote all resources. We should be... Amazon.com was able to ship all over the fucking country in 24 hours. Why can't it ship supplies and all the things that we would actually want it to do? The question, again, is response. If the response is like, oh, well, we don't, we actually don't have money for masks or we don't have money for hospitals, but we have money for satellites. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary yeah. just on a on a uh, ideological level of like what what are your priorities right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um no, I'm I'm just going through this just to just to sort of deal with it, like just to just to come up with a response to this cuz <clears throat> there's a lot of people who really really think this is happening like they even doubt the existence of a virus as a virus or the uh or or that the tests are effective. Or anything else, and they think that this whole thing is a is a is a massive scare in order to implement these end game plans that have been in the works for a, a quite a long time. You know, um, <clears throat> I don't think that's true myself, but I think uh, it's something. I don't know. It's something to think through. You know, it's something to think through and and uh, come up with your own opinion on. You know, your own analysis of. You know. Um, uh, like, uh, for example, the the idea that the tests, like when we when we look at the uh, explosion of cases in the world, um, like this exponential curve of cases, um, and this is something I've I've been following this since the end of January, really pretty closely, and really what uh, the exponential curve is is the exponential. Uh, curve of people who have tested positively for the virus, right? So the places who haven't tested as much, like in Japan, um, they're not showing up as much. The the numbers are relatively small. Pers- the places who test more, obviously, the numbers are going up. You know, but it's not it's not a real true indication of uh, how many people have this thing. Um, and then and then the other argument is that it's a uh, um, there's all these false positives, right? Like the, this, the, the nature of the test is that uh, it comes up with these false positives. And uh, so e- even, even the amount of people that they say have the, have the disease, we, there's no way of knowing about it. Like if you look, at, if you look now at the, the numbers in Germany, and they're pretty high, like they're in the thousands now. Um, but if I, I'm, I'm just looking at the chart now. Just, uh, it's got like 24,000, almost 25,000 cases, but only 94 deaths, only any, only two serious uh, or critical cases, you know, and that's that's very different than other places. And so the suggestion was even the news from of the Germany, day is that Merkel is self-isolating because her doctor tested positive. Oh well, yeah, and then the, Rand the, Paul also tested positive. Yeah, yeah. It just and might, are you guys might, on the are you guys uh, under the assumption that Biden has it? I like, I just had that conversation. That Biden, Either yeah. he is it's a political strategy where he's because 
Trump is bizarre in this moment. I saw him one time enter into reality, and then the rest of it, it seems like he's kind of at one of his rallies, where like, so, so I, I, one of the theories that Gary Lockman had in his book Dark Star Rising is that Trump is such a power of positive thinking person that he's unwilling to go into the negative because he wants reality to, you know, it's like meme magic where he wants things to behave the way he wants things to. And so he won't acknowledge the negative, but this is like a perfect storm for like, how do you, you can bluster through anything with your ego, but if reality is not, if you cannot gaslight a virus, you know, I just don't know what, what you do. And so this has been really anyway, Alan, I think either Biden's hiding out to just, you know, let Trump screw this up himself or you're, he has it like you're saying. Yeah, it's just like uh, I saw some of the memes of like, where's Biden? And then like you start looking into it and it's like, oh, this is really. And I read an article literally just a few hours ago that said it was talking about, oh, he's in this rock in a hard place. He can't really do much right now. He, again, it almost like as if he's just in this holding pattern, right? And yeah, yet, of course, you know, Bernie Sanders is not waiting around to to take action. Um, so like there's this there's something else here of even just like when we say things changing by the minute is like, well, if Bernie Sanders is staying active, refuses to drop out, and is actually engaging with helping charities and coming up with plans, Biden, for whatever reason, backs down, quiets down, or gets sick. Does, how does that change? I mean, this is so, all so far in advance because we don't even know what fucking – in November, are we going to be in a situation where – what does an election look like? Right. You can run those – dark conspiracy fantasies wild i mean so i i want to caution against that phrasing because i'm i'm just talking practicality of like if you say as you say well, i the hear that people of... say elections have to happen that this right. is constitutionally mandated that you can't just call right. an election off like that would really negate the idea of democracy correct yeah but then, like, in the arena that we're actually kind of dipping our toes in, you know, they don't believe that we have democracy anyway. You know, that it's all bought and paid for. I, I um, guess I just, yeah, please somebody else taking it in a different direction. I don't, I don't want to get stuck in electoral politics. I, I, what I really was trying to do is caution against... We're not. I'm not talking some grand conspiracy. I'm. I'm just talking like at the most basic level of mainstream reality. What What could, if the democratic, uh, if if Joe Biden fucking dies from the coronavirus, how does that change the election? Or if it's a situation where everything's fucking shut down and we're all under quarantine. How do you hold an election under those circumstances? I guess those are just like practical questions for me at this point. Um, I didn't. I don't mean to even. Put, I don't want to push that into the conspiracy. I feel like the mainstream level of reality is weird enough. If we can get through that, then we can start taking it in other directions. But I, 
I think they could get to like I think they could engineer an election if if this is our reality for the next an engineer an election <laughs> <laughs> right does the shadow does Budigeg's, uh shadow corporation get to make it this time oh. but I mean like if like you said well, if Joe Biden dies then I it, Bernie is the only only one with uh, uh, what are the pledge delegates, right? Well, or I guess bro- unless it's a brokered convention, right? I guess some of the ones that dropped out, maybe they still have. I mean, so basically, they tell their delegates to vote for whoever. I don't know. I don't know. It's all really interesting. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a similar thing up in the air in Israel, right? I was hearing. Maybe Joe knows about this, about Netanyahu. He's Netanyahu's basically on his way out, but he still holds power up until the next premier takes or prime minister uh, takes control. But he's going to form some sort of unity government at this point. Yeah, there's something about in order for him to actually be replaced, he has to get a certain number of votes, and so far no one's been able to do that. So he hasn't like technically won, I think. But, I, th- uh, I think I think Gantz is is now the main like Gantz has managed to form a government, but uh, but because he hasn't, there's still this transition period, and it looks like uh, Netanyahu is going to form this unity government that maybe will stay in power. I don't know. The latest that I know was there was a vote pretty recently between Bibi and somebody else, and Bibi won. So I'm not sure what that means for how long his next term is going to be. But as it stands, he just won the most recent election. And so he's basically the, you know, maintaining whatever post he had before. And uh, I don't know how long that is, actually. But, uh, you know, for what it's worth, I don't think I've ever met anybody in Israel that doesn't love Netanyahu. Like, I've never really? met one person, whereas, like, in any other country or Especially in America, it's like fifty-fifty almost. But here, I've never spoken to a single person that doesn't love him. Oh, yeah, scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Wally, I'm curious. So I know you guys are in a situation where there's sort of the delayed reaction is being. Um, I don't know. Uh, criticized yeah that's that's changed in the last five yeah so what's what's the update on that and what is the sort of general if you can offer a general perception of how people are taking Um, that people seem to be taking it okay it was just up to like early early last week monday and tuesday it was still business as usual and like if you were wearing them you know there was i was on a bus that was packed and there were only like two people wearing masks. Um, and then all of a sudden by the end of the week, yeah, it's very similar to the situation in America. Like all the, you know, it's government is advising to self-isolate and, you know, standard, the standard stuff, they finally have kind of taken it more seriously, but yeah, it was, it was a slow reaction for sure for the le- for a couple weeks leading up to that. I guess I'm curious. Um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is how, we were talking about how this affects people, the the socio 
political underpinnings of people's ideologies have those shift in these moments? Do yeah. you feel like you're seeing that at all where you are? Um, it's hard to say, honestly, because my day-to-day -day life hasn't changed that much because I work from home and I'm always, I'm generally, ever since we moved, it's, it's a little bit hard. Like I haven't, I haven't ventured around my neighborhood nearly as much just because we've been dealing with settling into a new house and the weather has been awful. So the only thing that's changed for me is my wife and daughter are home all the time now. So it's, but, uh. I get this, people are just, you know, slightly on edge, but still going out. And I haven't really, most people just are acknowledging that it's happening and, and just trying to manage, you know, it's, I haven't gotten really a sense of any like strong opinions. Most of the stuff that I hear about is online. How is your wife's family doing in Italy? They're freaking out. Yeah, where 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 are they, Willie? They're in they're in northern Italy. They're in Verona, yeah. which is like an hour from Milan. So they're definitely in that highly affected area. Um, mm. But they're being even even my father in law, who would you know, is a total rebel and doesn't doesn't follow like any regulations. Even he's uh, totally quarantined. So they're taking it really seriously. Um, their death rate is now the highest in of all the countries, yeah. uh, which is pretty crazy. And the number of cases just soared like by several thousand in just the last few days. Yeah. So yeah, it's we're we're keeping in close contact with them as best we can. Yeah, exactly. It's over five thousand deaths. And I yeah, think and there's a drug there's, there's, sorry. There's over five thousand cases just today. Yeah, in Italy. It's insane. It's insane. And I, th I think um, it's, uh, it's odd that Germany has such low death rates and such a almost, they also have a really high number of cases. And I was talking yeah. to, to my mom, who's a, who's a doctor, and she actually alerted me to these two drugs like a couple of days before they hit the news. Like uh, there was a paper, a study going around that she sent me. Um, and she believes that Germany and South Korea have already... Been, been using this drug a lot and just been keeping it quiet. Um, but that's why both of those countries have their death rates. It just If you look at the charts, their death rates just completely plummeted like overnight. And now they're really low. Um, but uh, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, Germany's only got 94 deaths. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, that's the other uh like i was talking before the other the other side of it people are suggesting that it's uh it's false positives that they're getting tons of cases but they right. it, it hasn't caught up the the death rate hasn't caught up yet yeah well the test is brand new they just it, they never it's not something that we they really ever had to test for um i mean it's a new it's a new virus so it's, i guess it's just unreliable but it does. If you look at the, I'm just looking at the charts now for deaths. So, but it doesn't. It it's still going up too. Like it's still in the sort of linear curve, right? Right, right. Oh, is that that ArcGIS site? This is this is Worldometers. Okay. It's a really good one. Um, it's so crazy, man. I um, I don't know if any of you guys play video games, but uh, 
I was the new the new Doom game just came out, which is like in in gaming it's a pretty massive event, and uh, you know and it's and it's this thing of hell like hell on hell on earth and you're literally just running all over you know piles of lava and stuff just destroying all of these demons and uh, in between in between missions you go back to you know your like your ship that's orbiting outside of Earth. And I just, I was playing and I just got to this point where there's a map of the globe spinning like in front of your console. It's like a, it's like a hologram, a giant globe, and it's covered in red circles of different sizes all over the land, all over the continents. And it just, it totally resembles that Arc, that ArcGIS site that, uh, right, right. The John Hopkins. Yeah. That's become kind of the go-to stats site. And it was trippy, man. It was, it was just <laughs> the timing is so weird. And there, that game already was going to do really, really well. It's one of the biggest, you know, franchises in that whole in in all of gaming. And but they completely like broke all these records because everybody's stuck at home, and they're all they all just bought it and are playing it. Um, and it's just unusual timing. So it was an odd synchronicity. <laughs> And you know what? Actually, the other thing is, uh, my uh, my TV has this like its own um, like smart content connected, you know, its own streaming service. And every time I turn on my TV, I just use it to to watch DVDs and stuff. But the interface will will pop up and it'll advertise, you know, some new movie that is available on demand or whatever, just in the left side of the screen. And like three or four weeks ago. For a week, it was advertising the movie Contagion, which was just at the time. Before, I mean, we were, we were already hearing about the coronavirus, but it was still very much like, oh, this is just going to blow over soon. Um, but just like in the last week, it's now in the in newspapers and stuff like people are watching Contagion. And this is if you want to know what it's like, see, you know, the Soderbergh, blah, blah, blah. Um but almost a month ago, it just started showing up. And it was just, I remember at the time just being like, that is so fucked up. You know, like, what the, because I've seen that movie and it's a very, you know, good, it's a, it's a pretty just straightforward and um, realistic depiction of, of, a, of a pandemic. Um, and just, just, yeah, it's just, there's all these weird coincidences or like foreshadowing or just, it's hard not to think that they're, you know, I, I can sympathize with the conspiracy theories, people that, that are really diving deep on this. It's, 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 it's unusual because also we were reaching just kind of this boiling point on the planet culturally. Yeah, exactly. Know? And I think that for something, you know, there's just this massively ugly ideological war happening and for something to come along that is truly value neutral and unbiased, you know, and, and cannot be, cannot, no agenda can be assigned to it. If you just are viewing it as a naturally occurring virus, you know. In, in yeah, the I, U.S., though, it was partisan. That was what was so interested, interesting is that the whole infrastructure, ideological infrastructure that was in place and had been churning and churning it was like there had to be that. You know, like there was that uh, there was that Fox News 
uh, anchor woman who was like, this is an impeachment, a new impeachment against Trump, the coronavirus or whatever. And she got fired for saying that. But um, well, Trump, Trump himself suggested it was a hoax. Right. You know? Right. Late, yeah. later, later, that was spun is that uh, the Democrats' response to coronavirus was a hoax. But if you if you look at what he said, it was basically he's saying yeah, the the virus itself is a hoax. Right. Um, yeah, I mean that was just his mo. That was like that was his his locked and loaded response to anything that was going to threaten him. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> So something I'm curious about is we started talking earlier about how you guys were displeased with what the Internet has become. I'm wondering how you take news in. So, like, uh, I find myself mostly at the New York Times just because it seemed like it's just a one-stop shop in a lot of ways. But it definitely is a giant behemoth organization with its own agenda and can you know craft narratives you know whatever way it, it, it desires new york times has become surprisingly clickbaity because like i don't have an, a, a subscription anymore i used to have a subscription and now i just can read the front page and it's like some of the language has shifted in their headlines and stuff and it's just it's surprising like they were always this beacon it seemed like but be, I, I still go to the New York Times every day, but lately I find myself kind of scoffing at some of the stuff on there. I think I definitely used to take in a lot more different perspectives, like from a magazine point of view. You know, like just had a, a breadth of options. But yeah, I'm just curious about like the kind of sites and papers you guys look at. Um. Yeah, I try to get as many different sources as possible, and if I can, like try to get on the ground, like find find people who are actually there, who are not in the media, and try to figure out from their point of view what's going on. Just was thinking this is the Reagan decision. Oh, it's uh, Guillaume is having oh, some chat. No, yeah, I, I was saying. Uh, you you know uh, Reagan when he, he was talking about uh, alien inv invasion, but uh, he was uh, talking about uh, a common threat uh, where that, that that would unite uh, all the people on Earth, you know, and uh, that's quite funny because it's some some kind of uh, same events, you know, because we we are all fighting the same thing, you know. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people don't view that kind of thing as positive, like all the people uniting to fight a common enemy, which means that we're all being united under a common government. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Especially here. So, like, uh, just for some perspective, and this is pretty, I think, pretty much the case in most of the United States, maybe two weeks ago, Everyone went to Costco and bought all the toilet paper in the country. Right. And so there like in in Boise where I live, you you can't get toilet paper right now. It's just it's all gone. Every store is out. There's no store that has it. <laughs> so weird. It's, it's it's bizarre. So for a full week, 
there's just there's no toilet paper anywhere. That's, but um... then you hear like, and I always, I mean, what I thought was, boy, they're so optimistic that, that you know, if there's no food, you know, what are they going to be shitting? Yeah. <laughs> but then the week, they're going to the eat the toilet paper. The week after that, then the real panic buying started, you know, and so like the masses came to every store and they're buying rice and beans and spaghetti sauce. And so like the stuff that I'm like, I cannot stock in my department is like garlic and potatoes and carrots and, you know, like the hardware of the vegetable. And yeah. Oh, no. I lost my point here. Uh, paper. <laughs> oh, you hear the people stockpiling bullets and buying guns, and you're like, "Oh God, this country is just too much, right?" Yeah. The uh, the toilet paper thing is really interesting. Uh, like that's that spread here. Like I don't know, beginning of February, I guess it was that all the toilet paper got bought up here. And uh, news news of that got by, got out in North America, and people are making fun of it, and, and then it spread there too. But it's like uh, it seems like it's 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 almost like this instinctual thing, you know. It's like we've got to we've got to keep the shit from coming up, you know. Like um, there's a movie by Zizek, the the Pervert's Guide to Cinema. I don't know if you you guys yeah, saw that. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, but there's a scene in there where he's talking about I forget. Uh, it might be Psycho, where after he kills his mother, he flushes it all down the toilet or something. I don't. I don't. I might not be getting the movie right, but but afterwards, uh, all the blood gushes up from the toilet, and and for Zizek, it's this this idea that. Uh, um, when you flush something down the toilet, like flush your shit down the toilet, it's it's into your unconscious, right? You're you're trying to bring it all down into the shadow, um, and so when when people hear something like a virus and potentially the civilization is going to collapse, like this high, idea of a virus is the same thing. It's the shadow thing that this dangerous, deadly thing that could be anywhere, you know, and uh, it's the same thing as this shit just bubbling up everywhere, <laughs> you know. This the, your unconscious mind overwhelming you you know the collective unconscious uh just just taking over everything like all this stuff that we've been trying to repress individually and collectively coming up at once um and so it, it, it seems that's what it is it's this kind of primal thing <laughs> you know you know, protect my shit first you know keep it down <laughs> 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 uh. But uh, Japan, Japan's lucky because a lot of toilets, including our own, has a have a washlet function on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All the countries with bidets also. They're laughing right now. Well, as soon as there was like, there's no toilet paper out there. My wife's like, I I can't do this, and so she ordered a bidet off Amazon. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> But now toilets outside of Japan too. I've always wanted to do that, but it's insanely expensive. You can't get those Japanese toilets outside. You can, yeah. I've um, I remember looking it up back in this when I was back in the states at one point just to see if it was possible. And you can get there was a place in San Francisco that that would install a Japanese toilet. That whole you know whole selection. It's crazy. Yeah, seriously expensive. 
Yeah, it's weird here. I just have a hose hooked up to my sink. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, works. That works too. That's uh, in Thailand. They all had that, like this kind of butt hose that people <laughs> use. That's it's effective. <laughs> it's what seductive? Is that what you said? <laughs> well, it could be. I was saying effective. Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> if Corona has so brought us one good thing, it's butt hoses. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I, I I hadn't thought about the whole unconscious like that Zizek idea, Znor. So that was. Like, we're afraid of the shit coming up, and so we're really trying to push it down with our toilet paper purchases. Which, it's another idea, Doug, of the, of the house, you know, from, from House of Leaves. It's the same, same kind of idea, you know, this thing coming up, you know. It's, it's the, the, uh, the plague, this invisible thing, you know, that nobody knows exactly where it is, especially this one that, that spreads... Asymptom- asymptomatically, right? So you don't, you don't know who has it, you know. 